Hey, Nelson Alcoholic Addict. That's not my real name. That's a pen name that I use here at LOL Sober. I heard someone use the phrase, willingness without action is fantasy. Uh, and I nodded along. It was so thought-provoking. Um, and I ended up spending more and more time thinking about it. Willingness without action is fantasy. And um, so the more I thought about it, the more I wanted to unpack that phrase because because I think it I think it might actually be one of the keys to the sober kingdom, especially for people that have been sober for a little while and have done the real frontline hardcore stuff that you got to do just to get get sober, to get drugs and alcohol out of your life one day at a time. Um, so I, I want to unpack it. Start. Let me start with willingness. You know, that's an easy one. You have to have willingness to get sober. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. Um, you have to be willing to stop drugs and alcohol. Yeah, uh, you have to be willing to seek treatment, either at a facility or with some kind of recovery program. You got to be willing to do something different. You have to be willing to grow along spiritual lines, as our sober literature often repeats. You know, you got to be willing to take suggestions. You got to be I mean, the list goes on and on. You got to be willing to do so, so many things to fight off this insidious disease. And I actually, I actually like, now that I think about it, how much in our step work, in 12-step programs, how much of the step work is devoted to first helping you develop willingness before you do anything else. You know, just work on willingness, you know, and specifically... I'm thinking about a lot of the conversation in our literature about higher power, finding a higher power, uh, staying connected to a higher power. A lot of that is is preheating the oven to get you ready by by developing a lot of willingness, you know. And with step nine, that's the amends one. That's the scary. Oh my God, I have to say sorry to people that I hurt. That that step, you know, it's after step eight. You know, and I find a thorough step eight to be essential. Um, step eight is about making a list of people you've harmed and becoming willing to make amends. You do, you actually don't do anything yet. You make a list, then you work on your willingness with a, a sober buddy. And um, so then now let me get to the part of the phrase willingness without action is fantasy. Let me get to the action part, you know. Um, willingness without action. That felt profound to me. How many times have I gotten myself to a place of willingness and then just not really done anything else? You know, um, I'm, I'm thinking specifically about steps six and seven for me over the last. I've really gotten good at identifying character defects that still cause pain for me and for other people in my life. I've gotten good at identifying them and I've talked about them quite a bit with respected friends in sobriety, and I've decided, yes, I do want them to go away, and that's it. That's all I've done. I'm not like nothing else. I just am like just just picking out the problem, and that's it. I've taken no real hardcore definitive. I'll give you two examples that come to mind. I mean, I have about ten of them too. One is something I've talked about a lot on here, which is food. You know, I I need to lose about twenty five pounds. I'm not obese by any standards, but I'm not happy with my weight. And I probably, you know, if I got a thorough physical, I think my doctor would tell me, hey, drop a few pounds. As I've talked about many times on here, I had the ends of both feet amputated. So I have these tiny little feet. And I mean, it, it goes without saying that every 10 pounds you tack on to having tiny little feet 
it's hard on your feet, you know? So I have chronic pain and my, uh, <laughs> my enlarged stomach does not help my feet. So, um, you know, and the food, it's not just like I eat too much. I eat pretty shitty food, you know? I'm still a sucker for, you know, gas station honey bun like that. Okay, that sounds like a good dinner. Um, <laughs> and then I eat like an addict, you know? Why eat one cookie when you can have six? There's six of them right there. I should eat those. Here's the thing, though. I've been saying this, for, uh, these exact things for a good two years, maybe more. And I make half-hearted attempts. You know, I downloaded an app on my phone that you can track your your diet. And um, that helped for a little while. And then I was like, you know, I don't like typing in that I ate two donuts this morning because it sucks. So I kind of drifted from that. And I just never really put the pedal to the metal um, and actually did enough to, to make a change. And I, that's an example. I have the willingness, but I haven't really taken real action. So my diet is a fantasy and my ass remains the size of a barrel still. So um, the second example uh, that I would bring up here is, is being argumentative. I talk about it all the time. Talked about it on this newsletter. I talked about it with people in sobriety. I will argue about anything. It's just like a part of me. I like, obviously a part of me likes it, you know, do it this naturally and this aggressively without liking it on some level. And I, part of it is I'm pretty good at it. And when you're argumentative and you're pretty good at it, sometimes you convince people to do something that you want. And so that can be problematic, but, um, seriously, I'm just not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure what the point of doing sports talk radio bullshit on my front lawn is. Just like, what's the point? I had a neighbor say a couple months ago about, he was talking about an NBA trade. He thought it was a bad trade and I thought it was a good trade. And we stood there and we bickered about it for like 20 minutes. And we weren't mad at each other. We were just kind of having fun arguing and neither one of us was angry. No real harm was done, but neither one of us, the topic wasn't even in you know, important really. Um, and you know, neither one, not only did neither one of us change our minds, neither one of us really had any interest in changing minds. Like we just wanted to get our hot takes off in the front lawn. So we blabbed back and forth about it. And then I, he walked in his house and I walked inside my house and I was just like, what was, what, what the fuck was that? Who cares? So anyway, those are two examples that occasionally are, um, you know, I got the willingness. I do. I really do. But I just haven't done anything about it. They create tension in my life. It's not unbearable. That's, I guess, part of the issue is that it's not like it's a boiling hot problem in my life. So they create some tension. I know about them. I've talked about them. But the action I have taken is minimal, which means that it's a fantasy, you know? And you might be saying to yourself a fair question, which is like, what, well, what action, like, so you're argumentative, what action is there to actually take, you know, and that's, it's a fair question, you know, it's, those, these are um, a little thornier of problems, you know, and it's not like, because it's not like there's a step 13 about how to free yourself of being a sports talk idiot all the time, but <laughs> there are things I could there are things I could do if I ever really set my mind to it. Like, for instance, I could connect with my sponsor and set up some accountability standards. You know, like um, when I, I meditate for 20 minutes every day 
And uh, if I don't, I have to let my sponsor know about it. And then uh, I have to meditate a lot more the next day. So if I don't do the 20 minutes, I got to do 40 minutes the next day. And so that holds me accountable, you know. Also, if I really cared about this uh, argumentative streak that's inside me, I could seek counseling to, to work on myself with a professional, you know, get, get a therapist and do some real work with a pro today to relieve me of these character defects. And I could do all sorts of things to at least be, even, even if these things don't like ultimately move the needle too much single-handedly, it would keep me focused on getting better about those problem areas. You know, if I'm praying three times a day and going to see a therapist once a week and also calling my sponsor or someone else in recovery every time to be like, hey, I just argue with somebody about a parking spot at the grocery store for 10 minutes. I, you know, like it would at least keep me focused on that as a goal. And then I bet that would help. But I'm not at that point yet, you know. And that's the point of the original sentence, I think. Willingness Willingness without action is fantasy. Right now, my diet and my argumentative n- nature are are two things. They're fantasies. You know, they are things that I kind of, sort of, maybe wish I could snap my fingers and have them be gone. Like, do I really want them gone? Do I really want to grind and grind and grind to work through them? Uh I guess I'm not yet. Not yet. You know, I'll have to do eight more newsletter posts about them. But <laughs> anyway, I hope that was thought for, at least thought provoking. Uh, the concept of willingness without action is fantasy. Thank you so much.